Let's go stars. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome boys and girls to Spooky Book Report. Yep, if that's not Jumanji, I don't know what is. Oh yeah. Wacky bro. Oh, he's so wonderful. Big, fat, smelly. I am super fat, but that's super mean. Classic. Everyone's the fat kid. Only the best. Well, she, uh... Well, she's dead. We gotta go arrest whoever's stinking this place up. Welcome to hell. Oh, there we go. Yeah, welcome, welcome to hell. Yeah, what he said. I'm your host, Satan, <laughs> and I'm Hellcat Matt. <laughs> what you eating there? Jerky and chips. What are you eating? Fresca. Awesome. Frescas are so good. And salad. Just kidding. Really? I don't have any salad. But yeah, fresca, fresca is so good. You would toss salad, though. <laughs> I did actually have salad for dinner. From where? From Cafe Rio. Was it deep fried salad? <laughs> no, they wouldn't do it for me. They don't have a fryer there. <laughs> uh, that's okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, Cafe Rio salads are so good, but it's also like, do you want way more food than you could possibly eat? <laughs> and guess what? I ate it all. <laughs> nice you know what's lame though I did the drive through one and they don't they don't give you as much what I swear like the salad used to be like heaping mm -hmm. in that little tin but now it's not it's like level those communist bastards that's not the kind of salad I want no if I'm gonna pay eight dollars for a salad I want like a whole head of lettuce in there and a shitload of pork and a handful of steak yeah. Don't skimp on it. No. That's lame. It is lame. I've been thinking about Cafe Rio, though, recently, uh, because I have a crush on it. Yeah? No, not really, but kind of. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding, but sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Has she talked about me? Uh, yeah, not good things, though. <laughs> yeah, she's like... That one smelly guy keeps coming in. <laughs> yeah. Keeps drooling. <laughs> he won't leave. <laughs> he drinks the entire jug of horchata. <laughs> we have to refill it. Three times. <laughs> and he licks all the handles of all the doors. <laughs> uh, I do have a crush on beef jerky, though. <laughs> Is that why your shirt's off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For always, that and other reasons. I always take my shirt off when I eat beef jerky. Because <laughs> it makes me sweaty. <laughs> and I take my pants off because I'm aroused. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, you know it. We're Club Boner for Beef Jerky. <laughs> it's called Club BBJ. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Give me that BBJ, bro. <laughs> BBJ bros for life. <laughs> we should create a biker gang called BBJ. We should. Except we ride around on scooters. <laughs> on the mopeds. But we had to like modify them with bigger engines because they wouldn't go fast enough for us. Yeah. Because we're too fat. Club BBJ. All day. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, you're a Club BBJ member. <laughs> yeah. So welcome. Ex- except you, Nick. <laughs> yeah. You have to go through initiation. You have to drink a 12-pack of Sprite. And buy us beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you want to be a member, that is. <laughs> yeah. That's what it'll take. That's the only way to shut us up. Absolutely. And even then, I mean, if he bought me a bag of beef jerky every day, I might shut up. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd let him tell me to shut up. <laughs> but those are the only circumstances that I find agreeable. Definitely. Definitely. But, ba- but back to Fresco. Oh, yeah, Fresco. Fresco, Fresco is so good. It is. And I always forget about it. Right? Because it's only at grandma's houses. <laughs> and mine. And when yours. I can find it. <laughs> like, I've been trying to find it, and every time I look for it at the store, they only have, like, the, mm-hmm. the peach-flavored one. And it's Gay. like, I just want the original. But yeah. they're hard to find now. I don't know. Maybe other people are wise to it and how delicious mm. it is. Mm-hmm. So like, I want that sour grapefruit all up in my business. <laughs> Yum. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Refreshing. The fresh maker. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. So, uh, it's Friday. How was your week? Oh, it was fine. Yeah? Yeah. I joined a pickleball league. Oh, yeah? (laughs) That might have been a mistake. Do they take it too serious? Well, I just quickly realized I'm not as good as I thought I was. Mm -hmm. So. Shattering your illusion. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. So I've played a lot of pickleball this week. And it's like, it's an old people's sport, but it still makes me tired and sore. Which is good. (laughs) Yeah. It's like sex. Shows how good a shape I'm in. I don't even know what pickleball is, if I'm being honest. Is it like racquetball? It's it's like a... I don't know. It's it's like a tennis court, but smaller. And you use a wiffle mm. ball. Hmm. So. That it's sounds fun. fun. It's fun. But I've been playing too much. Yeah. You don't want to get so good that you have some guy who's a pickle professional pickleball scout show up. Mm-hmm. And make you an offer you can't refuse. You know? I know, because then I just have to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you just like to do it, you don't want to turn it into a job. <laughs> nope. Because then you'll hate it. Because let me tell you, I got a job being sexy one time, and it wasn't didn't go well. Is that why you're not sexy anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> how's your week? But yes. How was your Friday? How's your? It's Friday. It is Friday. How was um, your week? 
It was good. I have this friend that I made, and he's like a bodybuilder, like a super buff dude. Mm -hmm. And I was asking him because now I got my license for work, and I have no other goals. <laughs> and I was like, good. I was like, I need to maybe get in better shape. Maybe that's a good goal for me. Mm -hmm. And so I texted him, and I was like, Hey, uh, where do you like work out? Like. Would you recommend like I do CrossFit or like just go to a regular gym or something? He's like, I got a home gym. You can just come lift with me. Oh wow! And I was like, okay. And he <clears throat> basically, how do I put this? He's basically like Ivan Drago, and I'm Rocky Balboa, and he's trying to just destroy me. So he was bred in a lab. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm the American Dream, <laughs> straight from Philadelphia, baby. The American Dream Italian Stallion. Yeah. Nice. So, I am more sore than I've ever been because, you know, when we'd lift in high school, basically you would just lift when Coach Meekum was looking. <laughs> yeah. When his back was turned, you'd just dick off. You stopped immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, I've never really lifted before. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it and I'm like, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> and I can't lift my arms. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. But... It feels good. It's like giving me a more positive outlook on life because now that I'm like doing something uh, better. Nice. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> nice. Nice. But now that I'm like doing something positive with myself, I don't feel like anytime I eat, I'm like not like, oh, I'm such a fat, ugly piece of stupid shit and everybody <laughs> hates me. Now, like every now time I. Now when you eat, you're like, I worked out, so I deserve this. Yeah, right? I like it. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's basically like, I worked out, so now I'm just going to maintain my size. I'm not going to lose any weight because I'm just eating. <laughs> yeah, just build but. that muscle, but leave it under the fat. Mm-hmm. It'll be a, a nice surprise for <laughs> yeah. if, if a cannibal eats me. Yeah. Well marbled. Mm-hmm. I like it. But it's it, it's been good. It's uh basically you're my only friend and you're kind of also my enemy. <laughs> right. So Ditto. it's like <laughs> it's nice to have a friend to go and like work out with and <laughs> a friend and be... who brings positivity to your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of the opposite. Instead of just tearing me down and asking me, Where did you get that ugly shirt when I'm shirtless? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's because he's very hairy. <laughs> Looks like he's I, wearing a shirt. This is just the way that God made me, <laughs> and I'm proud of it. I am who I am. <laughs> it's like, when I was in high school, I was super hairy, and I would, like, wrestle, and I had a hairy back, and people would make fun of me for it. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Stop growing hair? Nothing. I just, not, you I shouldn't, just... shouldn't do anything about it. Just hope that one of those hairs falls off into their mouth or something. Yeah. Or into their mom's mouth. <laughs> and then she gets the taste for me, and she it's insatiable. She follows me around, and then I bang their mom. And then you're their new daddy. <laughs> and then I beat the fucking shit out of them. Because <laughs> that's what stepdads are for. Mm-hmm. Nice. For banging your mom, I'm beating you up. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the Club BBJ's motto, banging your mom and beating you up. 
I like it. Uh, I like this new club that we made so much. <laughs> I know. Just, it just happened so naturally. <laughs> That's the only, like, good way that clubs ever form. <clears throat> oh, Excuse beautiful. me. That was a good one. That was a good one. People, you know, like, I'm sure that the KKK was, wasn't formed this good. They were <laughs> trying to... No, they were trying know. too hard. Mm-hmm. Those dickheads. <laughs> our our group was way more inclusive mm -hmm. and cooler. Yeah, we like everybody, and we want everybody to have a boner for beef jerky, <laughs> just like us. Yeah. Boys and girls alike. <laughs> I think it's a it's a healthy goal. Yeah. To reach toward. <laughs> get all those get all those shards of jerky. Mm. And they taste the best, like the very bottom little pieces and it's peppered beef jerky so you get extra pepper in that last bite oh, yum. That Love last pepper. bite of big dudes jerky it's yeah big dudes <laughs> where is this from is this local kent washington it is local nice look at me shop local shop small <laughs> we should uh plan a trip to big dudes ranch that would be awesome Drive up on our mopeds. And ask him if he wants to be a sponsor for BBJ. <laughs> yeah. He'd get tons of exposure from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't exactly pay you. However, you could pay us. <laughs> so, you know, we both win. <laughs> <laughs> I recently read this... Um, it was like a thread or something on Imager, and it was about people like trying to be like, uh, can you do this job for free? You'll get tons of exposure because I have like a thousand Instagram followers. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with people? Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's not a lot of exposure. Honestly, <clears throat> I don't think I would do anything for anyone if they posted about me online. <laughs> right. Like, I don't care how many followers you have. If you're like, your payment will be, uh, people will see your name online. People already see my name. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, they can find me anywhere. It's like, I, you don't have to look that hard to find me. So <laughs> yeah. why would I need you to post about it? Right? It's like, the only way that would work is if it was like some mega star. Yeah. Like, would, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson offered? I was just going to say, say, I was just going to say The Rock. Right? <laughs> We also have a boner for The Rock on this show. Yep. Owner and operator of the XF motherfucking L. Oh hell yeah. I'm glad that thing stuck around. I hope it I yeah. hope it works out. I do too. I was pretty bummed because it was doing so well. And then mm -hmm. it just died. Thanks to this virus. It's eating all of our steak and ruining our lives. Yeah. Fresca makes you burp. Yeah. I feel like any canned soda just gives me the burps. Why is my wife calling me? Doesn't she know that I'm podcasting? <laughs> Doesn't she know how I'm important gonna, this I'm going to put her on speakerphone and see what she says. All right. I like it. Hi, you are live on Spooky Book Report. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh, shoot. Well, I just needed... Um, Jake's social. 
What? I'll be in a minute. Huh? <laughs> I was going to ask you if you could bring down a heating pad for me, but it's okay. You're busy. I'll talk to you later. No, yeah, you should, but don't put a shirt on. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Hey, love you. Bye. Bye. So I thought that that was going to be more interesting, having her on the show, but it wasn't. She just got too nervous. She's she fired saw the, from the show. She saw the bright lights and just couldn't handle it. Yep. Well, hon, if you listen to this episode, and I'm fairly sure you won't, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. But she is going in. We're going to leave it in. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. So maybe next episode we'll have your fiancé call in. And we'll, uh, maybe at that point she might be your wife, but we'll see if she does better than mine. Probably. Yeah, we'll see. You just never know. But it is going to be fun. I get to see you next week, and I get to uh, tell you how ugly you are right to your (laughs) face. person. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can hardly wait. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. (laughs) You know what's the saddest part about being fat is that, like, I plan vacations and I'm just like, man, I can't wait to go there and eat all the things that I want. <laughs> eat all the things I used to eat. Yeah, Gonna right. go hit up Mobetta. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Mobetta, Moochies. 100%. 100%. Maybe even throw in, stop by, swing by Roy's, get some fat chicks. <laughs> I like it. Definitely g- gotta make a stop at Maverick. Definitely. <laughs> Down in North Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, swing by, see if any of those old characters are still alive. I doubt it. I, I highly seriously. doubt it. Do you remember that uh, small blonde girl who looked like she did drugs in her past when she asked me out on a date? I do. I remember that. That, that, was, <laughs> that was so awkward. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't like... I wasn't that interested, but I was also like, I'm not going to tell this person no. Right, especially when you see her, like, a few times a week. Yeah. It's true. And I was like, uh, sure. That's one of those awkward times when it's like, you have to accept, but then you just have to make up excuses the whole time, and so, like, why you can't go. Yeah. And I, uh, she never, I don't think she ever, like, hit me up (laughs) and was like... Hey, uh, like, let's go out or anything. She, I, I think I gave her my number, and then she, like, never texted me or anything. Maybe I intimidated her. That's it. That's, That's probably definitely it. it. It's not because she, like, thought about it later and was like, yeah, he's ugly. <laughs> and, like, 15 years younger. <laughs> yeah, that was... <clears throat> That was also awkward. She was kind of old. She was like 40, and I was like 22, 23. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a weird place. (laughs) I'll just uh, stick to the Maverick and Ephraim, and then you can see all the degenerates from our hometown (laughs) wander around. The ones who were still around. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that'll be good. You come back to Utah for a minute. Yep, and I'm going to punch Nick right in the face. (laughs) I'm going to punch him in the back of the head. (laughs) Say, hey, you big, ugly idiot. (laughs) Uh, That'll be good.
It'll be good. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the wedding, I uh, went out shopping today to buy a white shirt. Yeah. I couldn't find one anywhere. Really? Like they're just I need big and tall. Sure. So I found some shirts that fit, but they literally didn't cover my fat stomach. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, these button-up collared shirts are meant to be tucked in, right? Yeah, right. So, like, they should at least go to my belt. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't. That's hilarious. So. Where I'll, did you go? I went to, like, uh, Nordstrom Rack, mm. J.C. Penney's, and Macy's. Right. Like, department to to, stores. Like, DXL. Yeah, I gotta go to like or Walmart to fat people <laughs> stores. Yeah, like Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so occasionally, but. I've had good luck at like uh, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. Yeah. You know all the downtrodden outcasts, fat <laughs> yeah. clothes that they're like, we don't know what to do with this shit anymore. <laughs> you try and sell it. Yeah. Yeah, those but, ones are easy too because you can just go to the fat person part of the of the rack. Yeah, you're so you just know. like here's here's where all the fat people clothes are. So from so. here to here. <laughs> Freaking hobos, crackheads everywhere. She's I think she got ass, not assaulted but accosted by a hobo. That's Uh-oh. why she was weird on the phone. <laughs> oh, I see. That's that's so anyway. too bad. Hobos. I hope you find a fat person shirt. <laughs> I'll find one somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I have some. I just wanted a new one, so. Yeah. I, uh... When I went on my mission, I went to Mr. Mac. Uh-huh. And the the dude apparently thought that I was going to gain, like, 300 pounds <laughs> when I was on my mission. And yeah. all my shit is, like, way too big. But I still have it all. Yeah. Yeah, like, I got a suit once, and that's exactly how it was. It was like a suit for an 800-pound person. <laughs> like, what? Why are you fitting me? Like, it needs to fit me, not me and another person. <laughs> yeah. It's like these pants can double as a parachute. Why am I wearing this? It's, God, it's I just... so dumb. Yeah. So I uh, didn't get much use out of that suit. Yeah. To say I... the least. It's lame. I... I've... For a while, I just wore, I would wear like a white shirt and a tie and just black jeans because I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just, this is what my dad used to wear to church. So this is, <laughs> it's good enough for him. It's good enough for me. Yeah. I agree. <clears throat> I think it should be. <clears throat> but then my wife guilt tripped me and she made me buy a pair of khakis. But I, uh, I mean, I mean, I got Carhartt khakis, so they're relaxed fit. Nice. Got so that, at least that rugged flex. Oh yeah. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. And so now it's like I at least am living the fat person's wet dream when I dress up. <laughs> That's good. In the Carhartt. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Ah, just I'm so excited for fall. You know. Me too. I can't wait. It's just the best. Got a got a few sweaters I just want to wear all the time. And like, I'm gonna. I, I, I've never understood people who like summer better. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Why do you like being hot and miserable all the time? <laughs> right. Just some, some people like the sun. Fuck them. Not me though. 
Not me. I want it overcast and chilly. I basically view the sun as the sun that's on that one level in Mario where it's spinning around and trying to, to attack you. <laughs> right? That's how it is in the summer. It's like that's trying it to attack you the whole time and you have to get out of its way or it's going to eat you. Yeah. So, so you can't spend too long outside. So I want to punch the sun in the face. <laughs> right? <sighs> you'd, uh, you'd do well if you like overcast weather in Washington right now today what's our temperature hang on it's overcast it's been raining all day and it's 55 oh i wish that's how it was here today was a hot day i feel like it was well i guess it wasn't too bad it was in the 80s yeah but, which is still warm yeah i think it's gonna start cooling off now i hope so i hope it's cool next week because i uh i don't want to pack hoodies for nothing you know right yeah i think i feel like next week it was like highs of 70s oh yeah i was looking oh, for my phone but it's on the table in front of me you're, <laughs> you're on looking it. At i'm it. staring at it yeah let's, let's see let's give it a look see oh i've got manti so yeah the high is like 80 yeah, so it'll be mild weather. That, that, Not like that'll cool, be perfect. But, but mild. And it's dry, you know? Yeah. So, how's your football season going? Uh, I mean, good so far. Yeah. It's nice to be able to watch. I can never really watch the Colts, though. They're never on TV. Yeah. But they won. They won one. They lost to the Which Jaguars. I watched... I saw that. I was like, I can't believe they lost to the fucking Jaguars. Right. It's looking like but, the Colts are going to be on the bottom. We'll yeah. see. We'll I hope see. that they pull through. Yeah. The Texans are just good, and the Titans are looking pretty good. The Titans. Fuck the Titans. How are the Broncos doing? Didn't, didn't Very their, bad. Didn't their quarterback get hurt, like, yeah. in warm-ups last week or something? He got hurt in the game against the Steelers. Oh, was in the game? Those goddamn motherfucking Steelers. Those bastards. Um, so he's out for like a few weeks. Oh, okay. Um, so at least it's not like season ender. Yeah. And to be honest, I was, I've, <clears throat> they're still re rebuilding and I kind of have like been emotionally prepared to be like, ah, it'll be a few years before they contend. You right. Know? As long as you don't get your hopes too high, it's not so bad. Right. Right. So it's fine. I'm I'm in two different fantasy leagues. How's that going? Uh, I'm actually undefeated in both of them right now. I'm gonna nice. Knock on wood. So, and honestly, fantasy is good because it just gives me a reason to watch as much football as possible. Right. Like if there's not a reason, it's like once a team goes up by like two or three scores, I'm just like, well, this game's pretty much over. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, like last night, the Dolphins and the Jags were playing. Yeah. And I had the wide receiver for Miami playing because he's really good. And I was like, I think that the D Dolphins are going to win, but I'd like to watch because I want to see this idiot score me a bunch of points. Right. So I kept watching, even though I was like, it, that, it's not, I, it's already over. I know who's going to win. Yeah. Just keeps you interested. I like it. That's why I like it. 
And it's like gambling, but you have more like there's actual decision making to it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not like just uh, roll the dice and hopefully you don't roll a, a seven or yeah. whatever. Exactly. I mean, it may or may not work out, but at least like you can have somewhat of an informed decision. Exactly. Last week I got highest score. Nice. Um, it was like 172, no, 171. And in my one league at work, it's pretty serious, and they pay you like 25 bucks if you get highest score. Oh, nice. So. Each week or like at the end of the season? Each week. Nice. So, and then like if you win, it's like 300 bucks or something. Oh, nice. So. So hopefully you win. Yeah. Because I'm not really a gambler, but I, it, to me, this is more just like I'm paying to play a game. It's not like I expect to win, necessarily. I'd like to, but... But you just, you know, you're not expecting you know. to. Right, exactly. Which so is like a nice payoff. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about uh, our Pickleball League. Right. Because it's like if you win the league, you win like $900. Right, and I was like, "Well, thirty-five bucks, not not that bad. I get to go and play with a bunch of people." Right, and now I'm really realizing that I'm not going to win, so sure. that's just out of the question now. But yeah, when I was going into it, I was like, "Well, that would be cool." Yeah, right. But uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Now here you are. <clears throat> yeah. I, I I'm just not much of a gambler. I don't I, I can see why it's addicting to people, but I I'm too poor to gamble. <laughs> yeah, and like the little bit of gambling I've done, like not even in Vegas, just like betting friends, like I bet sure. this team will win this game. Yeah. I always lose. Yep. And it's just like good thing I only bet like five bucks at a time. Yeah. You wanna know one bet that I did win and I was not expecting to i bet somebody i think it was it was chris weidman versus anderson silva Uh i bet him that weidman would win and nobody thought that was going to happen he broke his leg right or whatever no the the first one is just where weidman knocked him out right and then i i did put money on the second one too and then he broke his leg so i won on both of those that was nice Nice. i uh when we went on a cruise with my wife's family is that two years ago now i think it's been two years um once you like get out of the port of los angeles it's just like okay we're out of united states territory you can gamble and do anything you want so they had like craps tables and blackjack tables and stuff and we went in and and uh her dad taught us how to play craps yeah and we played a little bit and i was like ah this is kind of fun and i put like 10 bucks down and we rolled and it it was just like gone (laughs) yeah that's the problem like i like playing blackjack but i can't find a table that will do like one dollar bets yeah right because if it's like five dollar bets you can lose money so fast it's yeah i and i'm i don't know to me i know that like five dollars if you make a lot of money five dollars isn't that much but to somebody who only makes like twenty dollars an hour or fifteen dollars an hour that's like oh i have to work for 
30 minutes to make this kind of money and I'm just going to throw it away. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing. Like $5 isn't that much, but when it's $5 a hand, like, sure. And I want to play for more than like 10 minutes, yeah, but I right. don't want to lose so much money. Yeah. It's like, if you want to play for more than 10 minutes, it's going to be about $40. <laughs> yeah. Like just be expecting to lose that money. Yeah. We went, uh, me and Abby went to a casino once and just played penny slots. Yeah. And somehow we won. We were up like 40 or 50 bucks. Awesome. So I think, I don't know, maybe we just got lucky, but slots is a good way to not spend a lot of money, but we still won some. So Sure. That was nice. The only other time I've won gambling, I was in California with Casey. And if Casey, if you're listening... Hey, buddy. We miss you. We love you. Um, we went to a gas station, and I was like, oh, they have scratchers here. I'll buy one just for, sh- you know, fun. <laughs> and I bought one, like a, like either a dollar one or a $5 one, whatever. And I won, like, 15 bucks on it. It was awesome. <laughs> nice. Can you imagine being the guy who buys, like, a lottery ticket and wins, like, 500 million dollars dude would that no. just not be i would die probably yeah I, if that I, happened to me i think i would die immediately i would like start maxing out my credit cards that night before <laughs> right. the check was even cashed i'd be like i'm buying this and i'm buying this and i'm buying this yeah i just that would be so wild I would end up just buying, like, so many properties across the country. Yeah, that's... I would buy any, like, cabins and houses and mm -hmm. island retreats. And I would just buy, like, an apartment complex so I would have residual income. Yeah. Be smart with your money. Yeah. But also not smart, because you have $500 million. Yeah, like, I would definitely have my blank check moment where I buy, like, a house that has a water slide from the inside and... (laughs) From the attic to the pool. Yeah, like, stuff like that, but I would also... Like, now that I'm almost 30, it's like, I also should not just buy, like, 500 bags of Doritos. (laughs) Yeah, put a little money into real estate. So then or if, something. You, if you do just blow through all your money, at least there's something that can bring in more money. Sure. That's smart. Because that's, that's always like what I think people run into is that they just blow their money and they buy a mansion. Uh-huh. And then they run out of their lottery money and they're like, oh, yeah, I can't pay the bills in a house this big. <laughs> right. It's like now I own the house, but there's more to it than that. Yeah. Like just buy a regular sized house and buy a monster truck. Like, yeah do something cool don't be lame bro yeah i can't imagine like it's just so hard to imagine those people that win like millions of dollars mm-hmm. and then end up broke years later yeah it, <clears throat> i mean honestly why don't you go and talk to a financial advisor at least <laughs> right Cause, yeah i don't i don't think i would do anything crazy like i'd obviously buy like a house and a mm-hmm. cabin but then I would be too scared that I'm going to end up broke and I would just invest it and like save it. Yeah. I, I, I would probably like be like, okay, I'm going to blow like 500,000. Like yeah. maybe like do exotic drugs on a yacht or something. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be fun. 
<laughs> but but then the rest of it, I would just I, I I'm like you. I think I'd be too scared to spend it. Right. Like even even if you only won like two million dollars, which like by today's standard isn't like a crazy amount of money. It's still right. a lot of money, but it's not like an unforeseen amount of money. Even that you could do fine. You could like put that into something like real estate or whatever and you couldn't you wouldn't couldn't necessarily retire but you'd be okay yeah but like yeah if you put that money into real estate or doing something like that then that would bring in money so right you wouldn't have to spend all of your money you could just spend the money that you make sure instead of the money you won yeah so then you just like spend your paychecks on fun stuff like jet skis <laughs> yeah and thong bikinis <laughs> and beef jerky and a blob <laughs> yeah and a lake. so i would love to like have one of those those look so fun <laughs> right i don't like i've never actually seen one only yeah. on tv do you want to hear a very funny story about I, farts and I, my wife i do actually so we were just married and we were living in minnesota and she was a uh, flight attendant and so she would always like sleep in because her hours were so wacky. Mm-hmm. So I woke up, it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock, and I was sitting there playing on my phone. <laughs> and she was still asleep next to me. <laughs> and I farted super loud. <laughs> and I farted so loud it woke her up. <laughs> and she was so mad at me all day about it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that. I've scared. Abby awake with a fart before. <laughs> Isn't it the best? <laughs> like there's a. <sighs> when when I did when I woke her up, she was like, <sighs> and I was like "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> She didn't good. find any humor in it whatsoever, but I sure did. How about now? Does she think it's funny now? Do you think it's funny now? No. She said no, really. Keep down the cups on. She said keep it down the cups on. What does that mean? The Stanley uh, Cup? She, the Stanley Cup. Ah. Oh. She's she a hockey just fan, is, huh? She's just trying to establish her dominance over me. <laughs> Can I just say one thing about the Stanley Cup, though? I'm, I would love for you to say one thing about the Stanley right. Cup. Uh Let's go, stars. <laughs> I really hope that you can hear that on the microphone. <laughs> if not, I heard it, and I'll tell everyone that was a good fart. Thank you. I've been cooking that one up all day. That would have been. That would have been a wicked blue dart. (laughs) If only I had someone to light them. (sighs) If only. Oh well. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of midgets and funny faces. (laughs) Let's get into the book. How about I tell you about this wacky-ass book that I read this week? (laughs) I'm excited. So, um, I read Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. Um, This book is wacky as 
fudging heck, bro. <laughs> you getting a lot of wacky ones lately. I have been. Oh, and also, before we start, um, I was looking at our metrics the other day, and we have... We're almost at 600 um, plays on our podcast, and that's like 600 hours, so pretty cool. Thanks to all our listeners. That is is good. I like it. I like it, too. Um, Okay, so this is a book about lawn gnomes and midgets. You know what? How did lawn gnomes ever become a thing... Like, That's does anybody actually question. have lawn gnomes? See, I don't remember anybody ever having them, but I remember there was a stint in, like, 2012 where people had lawn gnomes that had, like, their football team jerseys on them. Yeah. And they put them, like, by their front door and stuff. But otherwise, it's just some wacky-ass thing that I think is, like, English people use or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a weird thing. To just put a gnome out on your lawn. Yeah, like... But now I want to do it. Yeah. If I ever have a lawn, if I have a front yard, I'm going to put a lawn gnome in the front yard. Yeah, I could be wearing a Colts jersey. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Just a regular Just a regular, super ugly, spooky lawn gnome. See, and this book talks about lawn ornaments, and that's something in general that I don't understand, like flamingos in your yard or <laughs> right? like a windmill or something. Yeah, they're just, it doesn't make sense. Like, I get it when people do it for like holidays. Sure. When they'll put like, I don't know, pumpkins or something out, or mm-hmm. or like reindeer and, and lights yeah, for Christmas. A blow up uh, Homer Simpson in a, a Santa outfit. Yeah. Like that I get, but. Like flamingos and lawn gnomes, I don't understand. Yeah, uh, it seems just like some kitschy thing that was in like the 80s or something. Right, it's like something that people used to do and today it's just super tacky. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I don't know how it started or who thought of it, but <laughs> I suspect it was some, some foreigner. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But... One day I'll have a lawn gnome. Yeah, I'm going to get one too. <clears throat> that's how you'll know um, a BBJ member is if they have a lawn gnome in their front <laughs> yeah. yard. Yeah. And you'll have to be doing something special so they know it's a BBJ. Yeah. You'll drive past on your scooter and you're like, that's a BBJ house for sure. And then <laughs> yeah. you ring the cling, cling on your bell. Yeah. Quack, the... <laughs> quack. <laughs> the super super weird horn on them maybe i'll make some uh it's like a spooky book report shirt but it's actually a bbj members only shirt that'd be awesome i'll think about it so back to our lawn gnomes this is a book it's based in minnesota the main character's name is joe he has an older sister named mindy which Um, one of them is the little shit is it mindy there's yeah. always one of them who's just a little shit. You're going to, when I tell you this story, you're going to be like, man, Mindy's such a stupid bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bigger narc than my wife is. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so it starts out uh, kind of the sa- stage is set in that there's Joe and his family 
have a garden and they like grow tomatoes and stuff and they have a competition with their next door neighbor and joe's best friend lives next door his name's moose and him and his dad have a garden as well and they grow like cassava melons and things like that and they have like a garden contest every year and people win ribbons and stuff or whatever so um joe and his dad won the ribbon last year for like the best tomato okay and you know obviously the neighbors are very sour about that also uh joe has a big rottweiler whose name is buster okay um the problem with buster is that he constantly gets into the neighbor's yard and digs through their garden nice and and the the dad the the dad is a, a big fat dad and he doesn't like that very much and keeps yelling at him keep that dog out of my yard or i'm gonna turn him into fertilizer and it's like that's assault brother <laughs> i dare you i'd like to see you try you big fat idiot <laughs> and also your tomatoes suck <laughs> yeah look at that cassava melon you're a joke <laughs> But anyway, apparently this guy always yells at him, but the, the two dads have a good rapport. Um, but the da- the next-door neighbor, his best friend's dad, is always yelling at him. He's like, keep the dog out of my yard, and whatever. Um, also, Joe's dad has a thing for lawn ornaments. All over his yard, he has like a deer and, you know, a f- some flamingos and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, so one day they're out, um, you know, pruning the garden, spraying bug spray or whatever. And the dad's like, you know what this calls for? A trip to uh, the, there's a particular name for the store where they buy all their lawn ornaments, but the trip to the lawn store. And they're like, oh, boring. So his older sister and him go with their dad to the store and... Um, the dad is like looking around and he finds these two lawn gnomes and he's like, oh, these are perfect. And they're like, no, dad, no, look how ugly they are. No. And he's like, shut up, you little bastards. (laughs) And he buys them anyway. With gnomes, it's the uglier, the better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're taking them home and they put them up in the front yard and he's like, um, I'm going to call this one Hap because he looks happy. And they're like, what should we name the other one? And he had like a chipped tooth. And they're like, we should call him Chip. And they're like, okay, so it's Hap and Chip are the lawn gnome's names. Okay. So, um, they go to bed and then the next morning they wake up and, um, one of the melons that the next door neighbor was growing was smashed and um okay let me backtrack a little bit so joe wakes up in the night because he hears the uh the dog kind of barking outside or or moaning or whatever Mm-hmm. So he gets out of bed and he goes out and he's going to trying to sneak out to calm the dog down. And as he's walking out, um, his older sister's like, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go smash the neighbor's melons. Cause earlier he had gotten into a, 
you know, a spat with the neighbor about the dog being in his yard. And he's like, I'm going to go smash all his precious melons. Ha 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 ha. And she's like, you had better not. And he's like, I'm not. I'm just going to go calm down the dog. And so he goes out and he, you know, calms the dog down. And then he goes back to bed and he wakes up the next morning and the neighbor is out there mad because one of his melons is smashed. Oh boy. <clears throat> and he, the neighbor dad is just like real mad about it. And he looks and he sees on one of the lips of the gnomes, there's a seed from the watermelon oh. or from the melon or whatever. From the cassava? From the cassava. What and like cassava? pretty... I don't know. That's a Carry good question. On, I'll look it up. Okay. So, um, the dad, Joe's dad and Moose's dad, the big fat dad, are like talking and they're just like, oh, I don't know if the dog would have done this, blah, 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 blah. And Mindy comes out and she goes, I know who did it. It was Joe. He said he was going to come out and smash all your melons last night. Asshole. I caught him sneaking out. Yeah. She straight up narks on him, bro. Jeez. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Oh, by the way, a cassava melon is just a honeydew melon. I don't know why why you wouldn't just call it that. Why wouldn't you just say a honeydew melon? Yeah, everyone knows what that is. Yeah. I'm just going to refer to them as honeydew melons from now on. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's like a honeydew. I don't know. We're just going to say honeydew. That works for me. Yeah. So, obviously, Joe gets grounded for a week because his older sister Effie narked on him. She's such a and, dick. Uh, also, the dog was tied up, like, because he kept getting into the neighbor's yard, and that's why he was howling. So, mm -hmm. backtracking a little more on that. So, the dog's tied up. <clears throat> so, he's grounded for a week because his sister's such a bitch, and he... Uh, Gets bored, you know, takes the dog on a walk, whatever. So the next morning he wakes up and um, maybe I got that wrong. Maybe my, I don't think my timeline's off, but uh, they wake up and somebody had drawn smiley faces all over the honeydew melons and the dad the dad is just like super mad and he's like who would do this who would do this and like they can't figure it out but joe looks and there's like black marker on the gnome's fingers and he keeps thinking that it's the gnomes right well that is that's spooky that's spooky Smart and so kid, he's though. he keeps trying to tell his parents like it's the gnomes it's the gnomes and they're like shut the fuck up about the gnomes just shut up and he won't do it. He so, because he knows. So, uh, they wake up the next day, and the Joe's dad goes out to his garden, and he finds that all of the tomatoes are just smashed. Oh and boy. he's freaking pissed. So he scoops up some of the smashed tomato and goes and knocks on the next door neighbor, because he thinks that. Uh, the neighbors doing it in response to you know all in, the smiley faces and stuff in retaliation in retaliation so he knocks on the next door neighbor's door and throws the tomato at him the smashed tomato and is like I can't believe you would do this like you know it's it's to my garden and the stuff that I'm growing or whatever 
And the whole time, you know, Joe's like, I'm pretty sure it's the gnomes. And they're like, you're fucking stupid, bro. <laughs> Shut up, little boy. <laughs> we hate you so bad. We wish we didn't have you. <laughs> um, so the, that night, he's like, you know, grounded and he's bummed about it. And he's lo- kind of looking out his window and it's foggy. And he looks and he sees where the gnomes usually are. But... Uh, the flamingo, or they're not there, just the deer is where they're next to. And he's like, oh my gosh. And he goes to like wake up his parents. And then like he's like, the gnomes are gone, the gnomes are gone. And they go and look and they're like, we hate you so bad because the gnomes are still there. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why'd you wake me up? I can't believe you woke me up. Um, and so they go back to bed and he... Uh, There's two other incidents of mischief. So, Joe's families, they're painting, like, the exterior of their house, like, white with black trim. Uh-huh. And uh, they wake up the next one morning, and the next-door neighbor's Jeep has, like, splatters of white paint all over it. No doubt. And they see little white footsteps that lead to where the gnomes are. <laughs> But nothing ever really comes of that. They call the police and stuff, but they don't ever really, like, say, like, this is the evidence that they found. It's just something that happened. Mm -hmm. So, um, Joe makes a plan with his friend Moose, next-door neighbor. He's like, I want to meet you at 1130 out in the bushes, and we're going to watch and see if the gnomes come to life. Because I'm, like, 100% sure that they come to life, bro. He just knows it. He just knows so they do it and they're waiting there and um the first scare is like a raccoon comes and they think it's the gnomes but it's a raccoon and the raccoon runs away and they are kind of getting restless and they're like i'm just gonna go inside i don't think the gnomes are coming to life and as soon as they say that the gnomes start like yawning and stretching and they're like moving around oh boy pretty wacky bro that is wacky um And they go to, like, run after them and catch them to, like, prove to their parents that this is what's been going on. It's not us. Um, And as soon as they start running, they trip over the the rope for the dog, and the dog starts barking. And they think, you know, obviously gnomes are afraid of dogs, and so the gnomes start running, and they start to, like, run after them. But then, like, as soon as the gnomes see that the people saw them, they start chasing after Moose and Joe. And they're running away, and as soon as they, like, get to the other side of the house, Mindy comes outside, and she's like, what's all the racket? And the gnomes pick her up and start running away with her. Good. Yeah. That's what narcs get, bro. Snitches get stitches, and talkers get walkers. (laughs) Narcs get gnomed. Yeah, they get gnomed in the ass. Um, so they're running after him, and they're like, drop her, drop her. And finally they put her down. They're like, we just wanted to get your attention. And they're like, well, you have it now. And they're like, please, you have to help us. Please take us seriously. You have to help us. And they're like, what's the fucking deal, bro? And they're like, we are mischief gnomes. Like, we don't want to like cause so much trouble but we just can't help it but there is a way 
to like make a, to help us and you have to like help we there's six other gnomes in the basement of the the place where you your dad bought us and if you set us free then together we'll all go to this forest where we can like have dominion over it or you know i don't remember exactly what the like terms were but if basically if you help us set these other gnomes free then we'll leave into a forest and we'll not cause mischief anymore uh-huh. and they're like well why don't you set them free yourselves and they're like because it's in a basement and we're too short to like <laughs> crawl into the window seal but we and we also can't reach the door handle which seems suspicious because it's like can't you stand on each other's shoulders they could figure something out they're yeah, clever I mean, creatures yeah, you were clever enough to smash some cassava melons. Yeah. So, reluctantly, they agree. They're like, alright, we'll help you set these other people free, and then you gotta fuck off. Okay. Which, uh, like, they just told you that their whole object is to, like, cause trouble. Yeah. They should have known better. Yeah. <clears throat> so they go and they go into the basement and the two gnomes hop in after them and they realize that it's not six gnomes there's like a hundred of them down there <laughs> oh gosh and the two gnomes like snap their fingers or something and, the, and they wake them all up so they're in the basement of this place there's all these gnomes that are coming to life and you guess the ending Okay. <clears throat> all right, so there's hundreds of gnomes, and they are all alive, and they escape. And so they just are running rampant through town. Right. Uh, no cassava melon is left by the time they're done. Uh-huh. They're all getting smushed. Uh, car horns are going off. And uh, then these kids know they have to clean up their mess. And uh, they they realize that these gnomes are afraid of dogs. So they go around and unchain every dog in town. And the dogs go and chase them all off. And uh, there's a big cliff. And all of the gnomes are running. And they fall off a cliff and get smushed. All but one. And that's how the story ends is with the one gnome climbing out of the debris of all of the broken gnomes awesome that's a really great ending thank you so they're in there and the gnomes are trying like arguing about what they want to do like do we want to tickle them do we want to like <laughs> fold them in half do we want to like fold them in half that's an extreme from yeah. tickling them to folding them in half yeah that's that's what they're saying Jeez. so at that time they like look out the window and they see the dog uh-huh and they're like buster come in here come in here come in here and they're trying to get him in there and he just like looks at him and then just turns around and walks away oh boy so at they're like we're screwed and joe remembers he has his dog whistle on his necklace and he goes oh i'll blow the whistle and then the dog will come in here and as soon as he pulls out the whistle he audibly says to his sister oh the whistle and all of the gnomes are like and start attacking him because they're like we gotta get that whistle from this little bastard so it gets like tossed around a couple of times 
and pretty soon one of them is about to like smash it underneath his foot and then joe grabs like escapes grabs the whistle and blows it as hard as he can and all the gnomes turn into their regular gnomes when they when he blows the dog whistle oh it's the whistle yeah so um they leave the two garden gnomes there and they just go home (laughs) and uh they chain up their dog or whatever and uh it ends with their dad gets a huge gorilla for a lawn ornament and joe looks at it and he says oh i hope that this gorilla is well behaved and the gorilla winks at him oh boy he's gonna rape him with his gorilla dick (laughs) it's it's not gonna be good nope gorilla can cause way more mayhem yeah especially if it's a mischief gorilla and yeah definitely those are the worst kind yeah could you imagine having one in your yard i cannot imagine not unless he was friendly to me yeah then i'd let him i'd i'd invite him over to play uh bridge or something (laughs) because they're very intelligent yeah gorillas very smart gnomes clever but stupid yeah if if you get turned into stone by a whistle you are so stupid you're so dumb what an idiot like seriously who does that well fuck you (laughs) that's all i gotta say yeah totally so uh yeah that was the book it was pretty good i'd give it like three stars it wasn't like the worst it kept my attention pretty well Um, (laughs) interesting enough story yeah well that's good so well good so have you found what you're gonna read next week or is it gonna be like a surprise Um, i think so do you have welcome to dead house I do not. Okay, I'm going to do that one next then. Sweet. That's like the very first one. I think so, yeah. So that's uh that's our show. Join us next week. Matt's reading Matt's reading Welcome to Dead House. Welcome to Dead House, son. Welcome to Dead House all my BBJ homies. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. None will leave. <laughs> Just kidding. None will leave unaroused that is. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> all right join us next week we'll see you there bye